Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Nicole Pearl, PR and media coach who teaches the insider tricks and strategies. Hey, Nicole, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. Um, so tell us all, what, what do you do? Who do you work with? Who do you love to work with? My jam is working with small business founders and creatives, whether you're a beauty industry pro, a realtor, fashion stylist, and really just like anybody that wants to get featured, blow up their business, and they're not quite sure how to position themselves, pitch themselves, and really just like how the media game works. Nice. So what sort of stage do your clients come to you at? What What are they actually asking for? They're ready to like, they have a message that they want to share and they're just like not quite sure how to amplify it outside of basic social media. They want to get credibility to kind of take their business to the the next level, which essentially, Mm. you know, having those logos and having those quotes and being saying that you were on TV, that third party validation, it's just the way humans work. It makes people trust you. The minute people hear that I was on the Today Show, they're like, okay, she's legit. So, yeah, I mean, it's just the way it works. So that's what I really try to help them break through that barrier. And I feel like it should be an even playing field. And some people have an advantage. And so I teach you the insider tricks so you can be right there with them. Nice. So people come to you with maybe lacking in visibility, lacking maybe confidence in what they do, who they are. And you can extract this and give them those, those tools and tactics and ways to go forward to get that message out there and to gain that authority that we all we all think we need to succeed. Exactly. You need, in order to have your business grow, you need people to not just see your name in lights, but they need to get to know you and mm. they need to trust you and they need to know that you can offer, you know, the insights and tips and um, just, it's really important. I feel like you can only go so far. And then when you're ready to reach more people with your message, the easiest way to do it without spending a lot of money is to use the media, to be honest. Mm, so you help a little bit of strategery, find the right way to go about how to spend the budget that you do have, how to leverage the skills and the, and the channels that you that you are using, right? Yes, but what's so cool, which people don't realize, is that 
you don't even need a budget to get featured in the media. So the reason why this is so great is because it's free. You don't need marketing dollars. So that's why I feel like it's so important. You can get a million impressions. You can get a million exposures. Is You want to align with the right audience. Obviously, that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. But you can do this for free once you know how to correctly position and pitch yourself. So you don't have to feel like you need a PR agency. While that's great, sometimes it's not the right route for you. Sometimes it's not in your budget. You don't want to spend it on the wrong place. And actually, like studies even show that when you are the person showing up on camera that you will get more engagement than if it was like your brand showing up on mm. behalf of you or something of that nature. So it's so important in so many ways. I love that. So when your clients sort of come to you, what's, what are the, the sort of the, the, the core beliefs or the continuous challenges that you face that you would, oh, you would love to just squash this so they can, we can all move forward quicker. Some of the biggest questions or concerns I get are number one, it's somebody who is in an industry, let's say she is a parenting coach, and she sees someone else in her industry who's getting tons of press quoted all the time. She thinks this person has the exact, you know, she thinks she has just as much of experience and qualifications to be the one Mm -hmm. in the press. But for some reason, it's this person. So it's like, why not me? Where's my chance? And then there's other people that are like, you know, I feel like you need to be quote unquote somebody in order to get featured in order for somebody to, you know, allow you the stage to amplify your message. And it's not about the number of followers. It's about the value that you bring and you need to find the media. They're not going to find you, but the journalists, producers are looking for content. They want to find amazing experts but you need to learn the right way to connect with them, find them and, you know, whet their appetite for them to want to choose you. Nice. So is there, is there one way of doing this that you found this super streamlined way that everyone can use, or is it, no, no, it's actually more refined and bespoke to your industry, to your talents, to your gifts. There, so I have come up with what I call, you know, a formula, so to speak. Because as a journalist and as someone who has turned herself into a TV expert, I know what works and I'm getting pitched all the time. So I'm I'm straddling both sides of the industry. But for anyone that says like, I've got these plug and play templates for you, those might've worked a few years ago. It's the nuances and the tone and kind of like what's between the lines that's going to separate you. And so, yes, can you go online or use Gchat and be like, how do I write a pitch? You can, but I can guarantee you that what you think you're pitching to follow that formula might not be the key of what a journalist's mind like cares about. That's mm. not going to be, you know, I'd like, you know, what's going to make them even open your email. So there's a lot of gray area and that's kind of where the magic happens. Nice. And we were just chatting offline about the the transparency and the stories mm-hmm. that we we all have as as individuals and business owners. So helping your clients to be more authentic, to find that that gem, the story that maybe maybe they're too close to, they can't see what it is. Um, how important is that transparency and authenticity to to a growing business? That is going to be the difference between you 
having the success or kind of just skating along and being seen like everybody else. I literally was working with a client and she was leading with one story. And then offline we're talking and I'm like, well, how did you even get into this? Like, where's the passion line? And she was saying how, you know, she starts, she didn't have a lot of money growing up. So she started going to thrift stores and things of that nature. That's how she got into, let's say fashion. And I was like, oh my God, there's your point of differentiation. And she was like, I, I was ashamed to tell that story. And I'm like, that's what sets you apart. And now she's leading with it. She got her first feature in like a national website. There's an agent she has been talking to for the last year. She now shared the press that she got with them. And now they're interested in working with her. It's like, she's coming out with new packages she can offer all because she realized that the story she was ashamed to tell, she took away that veil. And now that is her special sauce. Love that a lot. What we're ashamed to tell is actually the magic behind who we are. Um, how, how do you help people to go through that? Because it must be so tough to be able to, one, find that gem that you have a skill in bringing that out of people, but also then giving them the confidence, the reassurance, the belief that it's it's okay. It's scary. It's so scary. But there's something beautiful with this. It's the connection. How do you guide people through that process? Typically, you know, we all tell ourselves our own story, but people aren't always probably asking you those questions to dive deeper. Mm. And so it's a conversation. And once you start to unpeel that, their own story emerges that they didn't realize was inside of them. And through that conversation, you realize that your passion or your, you know, your skill set is all rooted from that story that maybe you've been, you know, burying away. And ah, so one, nice. and then once you see the success that happens from that, because then I feel like everything feels so much more organic. It's so much easier to figure out how to pitch yourself. It's so much easier to come up with story ideas or content for social media because it's coming from this like real true space. And, and you're like inspired by that. You've, you don't realize like how much, um, you don't realize how much substance there is that you can pull from, you know, and it could go mm -hmm. in so many directions. So it almost like makes your business easier because suddenly you're like, oh my God, that's the package I should be offering, or that's the client I should be going after. And then you're aligned with the right clients and then your job is easier. It's that's really double. that founder's story. I'm going back to that point, how to make life easier, because you put beautifully, it's how do we make, how do you remove this, the resistance? Because if we're batting up against marketing strategies or different ways of working or messages or whatever, if there's so much resistance, let's get a full woo right now. There is no flow. There is no connectivity. Something isn't working. Once you can unblock this flow and think, if there's a resistance, do I need to press through and hustle through? chances are no if you dig deep if you remove that resistance and this is the technique that you're finding to do it in your expertise remove that resistance then the floodgates open that is kind of the way that i've always how, even how my i've evolved as mm -hmm. a business person how i started out as a magazine editor then went to a freelance writer then became a tv expert and now I'm also doing this, which I love, but this business happened by accident. And it was because I was like following the flow and I was on a social audio app and I heard people talking and I heard their pain points. So I started offering advice after hearing people being guided in the wrong way. And then I put it out there and I was just like, this is what I'm going to do. And then suddenly I had clients. Mm. 
And I love it. And it's so easy because it comes natural, but sometimes you don't realize that like the skill set that I've developed over the last 25 years, like I would take for granted and didn't realize the value until I allowed the flow and the natural process to happen. You know, I think nice. if you force something, it's not necessarily the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, you're you're walking the walk and talking the talk. You've done and gone through exactly what you're helping your clients to to overcome. You've got the experience. So let's let's focus on you as the business owner. So when you first started, oh, where where were those challenges that you um, that came up that almost sidetracked you or that could have um, derailed you from this process? With the PR and you know, media coaching side of it. For me, it's like the content is what I know and communicating and helping people see results is the easy part. For me, it's the hard part is like the business side, the back end execution. That's intimidating and honestly it could be paralyzing and it could prevent you from getting your message out there, just like how my clients have, you know, their own issues. And now as I'm trying to launch this new program, it's like this, I am almost, maybe you call it imposter syndrome or me, it's the sense of comparison that you just, it's really hard when it's in your face on social media and you see all these really talented people launching things or, or whipping them out together so fast or selling out in a day and all. And it's like, I mean, it's overwhelming. And then you're like comparing yourself and it's like, mm, what, I, what can I do better? What am I doing wrong? Or am I worthy? <laughs> you know, you have all those thoughts. Yeah, I mean, that's yes, the overwhelm of the, the noise that's out there, because in our world, we can be inundated with seeing all these things. And it's, it is so important when we put our focus, because the work you do with your clients, the work we do with our clients, it's about understanding where is that inside validation? Where is the outside? And to always be comparing ourselves to you know, people you know, a few steps ahead of you, a few steps behind, doing all this amazing thing, selling out, as you said. It's so easy to be like, should I change? Should I adapt? I need to be doing what they're doing. Um, right. And it's there's a lot in that, isn't there? It's really hard to sort of be disciplined and force yourself to, you know, stick to your guns and not get sidetracked. And like, even this morning, I was looking online at different social media people about how they were announcing their new programs. And, and, and it's good to be, to do your research and it's good to see what other people are doing and how you could be different, but how you, the last thing you want to do is try to be like them. Yeah. But it's hard to remember. It's hard to keep justifying to yourself, like just keep going because there's so many things out there that could just make it like a little too scary. And then you're just like, oh, okay. You know, maybe next month I'll do it. Uh -huh. Nice. So all this overwhelm turns into being paralyzed. So I, I don't know mm -hmm. what to do. Maybe it's when you're launching it. I could do a webinar, a sales page, um, a VSL. I can do an email drop. I can do all these different things. Everything works. It's just, if it's right for your business, so get that authentic alignment, but also commitment, sticking with it because you know, we've seen so many people you know, try and copy different um, agencies, coaches, gurus, businesses, whatever your industry is. Um, I always find it's it's funny. It's ca careful where your inspiration lies, because if you're following someone so carefully and then you start to replicate what they're doing, 
one, you start to lose that authenticity, but two, you may be copying their, their B funnel that is not performing very well. So you might think, oh, they're doing that. I do this. That might be their test. They come back and say, yeah, that didn't work. Let's not do that again. So careful. You've got to look at your own data, um, emotional data first, and then look at the data that's coming through with how you're moving the needle, how you're moving through to, to your goals. So um, long rant there, but how are you moving through into to try to be able to overcome this world of you know, overwhelm and, and looking at the external for other people? I'm trying to keep it micro and focus on my day-to-day -day activity. Yeah. So like right now for today, I'm focusing on this new landing page, but I'm trying to keep it really specific and not get you know, influenced by, again, what other people's look looks like. Um, so I'm trying to do fewer tasks in a day and really keep reminding myself of the transformation or the results that I've seen through my clients to help remind me, like, I need to do this. And it's like, you know, a service that people need and want. When I come back to that, it keeps me going because I feel like, it's not about me as much as, yes, I got to promote the, you know, heck out of myself. Ultimately, it's not about me. It's like, I, I feel like everyone deserves a chance regardless of what your circumstances are. So I come back to that narrative and that's what keeps me going. Ah, now there's your focus. There's your alignment to be able to be, yeah, it is about you. Yes, you want the it, more clients, brings more revenue, brings more resources that then you can employ, build, grow. All these things come in. So yeah, we do want the success, but every single penny, every single dollar that you have is someone's decision to say, yes, I want this. And by association, if you're good at what you do, and it sounds like you so, so are with everything that you help people to go through, then yeah, every single dollar is someone's, a change that you've allowed someone to make. There's your alignments. I love that thought. It's interesting that you said success because, you know, some people equate success. It's this drives me bananas. Everything's about how to 10 X your business, or I grew this to a six or seven figure business when you, you know, overnight. And that's what everyone's equating to success. But for me, the success is, and maybe this sounds corny, but it's the results and the wins that my clients get. That to me is what justifies or qualifies success because I could sell, you know, and get to whatever it is. But like, if I'm not delivering, then that's not really success. And it's not going to give me longevity. So it, that whole definition, I know there's like, people could say health is success, My, you know, everyone has different definitions, but the narrative on social media, it bothers me. <laughs> mm, I'm going to flip that around. It's how to, it's how to enjoy your success. So yeah, success is defined by you, but as a business owner, there's no point having all this revenue and resources and you, you're working every hour God sends and you can't do anything with it and you're missing your family. There's no point having your, all this free time if you can't actually do anything good with it because your health has suffered. So I think how to enjoy your success is how you balance all these different areas of your life. So success is what, what you define it as, but make sure it's what you define it as, not what society, your parents, um, the films, the media, what they consider success. And that's a, a deep sort of bit of work to understand what it is to you. So it sounds like for you personally, it's fulfillment. To have that fulfillment and the connection 
of the work that you do, ah, oh, you can you can go home happy and be like, yes, fucking look at what I did. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think about, you know, when you think about like the legacy, no one's going to give you, uh, no one's going to be like, oh, she worked all the time, but I'd rather them either be like, she was a really good mom or, you know, she helped this person's career go to the next level or something like that. You know, it's not about how much you grind. Yeah. So where, where is it for you right now? That's, um, do you find yourself you know, working maybe too hard because you have that fulfillment? It's like, I love what I do. I can help more people. Do you find that there's kind of boundaries that get broken or there's a justification that you but I love what I do and I can work a bit harder. And I, I want to get them the results. And you find, yes. ah, I, I kind of suffer. This is one of my personal issues. And even the other day that my client was like, well, you know, I hope I'm not taking advantage of you and your time because each session, like we will go over or I'll give her, you know, extra time than what was included. And right now I'm kind of like wishy-washy about it. It's really hard for me to, to to turn it off or it's even like in theory when we're done working together like I once you're in my circle you're always in my circle and probably mm. for business that's not the best thing but it's that is like a huge challenge I have in terms of creating boundaries like if someone emails sure. me at night it's really hard for me to be like oh it's nine o'clock I'm not going to email you back right now yeah I, th I think everyone at home is nodding away going yeah I do the exact same thing whether it's an agency whether it's a coach whether it's a um any kind of business it's it's, it's so tough especially as the the business owner to um, have that separation you will find a way but when your passion your fulfillment is mixed in with the success it's it sounds like it, it can be tough it's hard. And I wonder if as my business grows, I'll be forced to do that or it's just going to kind of be one of those things. I don't know. It's definitely something I'm navigating. I don't have the answers. I know my boundaries are not set. I don't necessarily know how to get a, how to improve it. <laughs> so well, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Let's, well, let's, let's play. Let's dig because we've been through this so much with that with a client pick a client don't tell us who it is don't tell us a unique situation but with a client what is it that's that's fueling that desire to answer at 10 o'clock at night to give an extra 10 minutes half an hour hour and they haven't paid for it what deep down what what do you feel when you do that it's more about just wanting to help them be successful i'm not upset about it i'm not like oh they texted me or they emailed me again. So I don't have any sort of uh, frustration around it. But, and I also don't know how to say like, well, I'd love to help you, but it's going to cost you, you know, this much more. I don't know how to, I'm not good at those conversations. I'm not what, good at the money conversations. What would happen if you did? Let's say you had a call tonight and like, this is above and beyond. What, what would, be going through your your mind if you were able to ha say that bluntly professionally i would bluntly. feel <laughs> i would feel awkward and i would feel like it was this transactional relationship which i guess in theory it is you know it's so funny because i keep telling people your value is everything whether you're a big you know so whatever you are it's your value and and you're paying for my value and my experience not necessarily the amount of minutes because mm -hmm. I think my value and experience is priceless. What I can give you, no one else can. 
So I know that in my head, but like, how do I communicate that to somebody and say, well, another hour session would be this or the extra here and here. I don't even know how I would phrase that conversation. So it doesn't feel like we're in this transactional relationship where suddenly it went from being like, I'm your supporter and cheerleader to I'm your business coach, kind yeah. of. Oh, they can either say yes or say no. So say you, you found the words to, to do that. Oh, it's uncomfortable. Where could that go? What, what is it that's, that you're excited by or that you're scared of? I think that I'm scared of them thinking that they are just a dollar sign to me. So for you, it's so much more than just a revenue, so much more than a business. It's a personal connection. That's where you have equated the value in what you do. Right. Like I don't just take on anybody. I only take on people or work with people that I think are in a place or aligned with how I can help them. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Thank you for staying this, in this uncomfortable position because, again, everyone at home <laughs> playing along saying, yeah, I do that. Yeah, this is why I do it. Maybe you'll find the reason why why you do this. Where is the block? Where is the barrier? Where is the thing that's actually controlling you? And it sounds like, yeah, logically, oh my gosh, you know this. Logically, you know it's business. You know there's the boundaries, there's the commitment, there's the contract, there's all these things. But emotionally, that's where it's like, ooh, that's the next level. That's where things get muddled and and all, all murky, right? Right. I'm back. Oh, you are. You went. Yeah. I was just saying that <laughs> this is where things get sort of muddled in the emotion part. Logically, you get it, but it's the emotions that, um, yeah, get in the way of being a business owner. So what do I do? So what do you do? So we look at this, we go deep, we find out what is the block, what's stopping you. Being able to find that inner confidence. There's so many different avenues that you can go down. This is where the fun and games really begins. So first of all, it's the awareness. You have the awareness, you know, I know I do this. I just can't stop it. And you have the badge of honor of, but I love what I do. And it helps people. So we can all go through this validation and justifying. But ultimately, how can you grow your business if the boundaries aren't there? How can you grow your business if you're giving way too much rather than being refined? How can you get your clients to respect your time and by association respect theirs so that they then are more efficient with their time? Um, there is a knock-on and snowball effect of this whether you call it codependency, whether you call it um, fulfillment, whatever you want to call it, it's um, there's lots of different strings to this. It's it's fascinating and it's uncomfortable and it's scary, but crumbs. It's it's so revealing. So I identify with everything you're saying, and you're right. I'm like somebody that likes to take action. So would you have advice for me to what, when the next time I'm in this position, because I'll be in this position again, would you say the next time that I should then say, I'd love to have this conversation with you. We've exceeded this time. So 
so then what's like that then how do i follow that yes this this comes from action so i mean just without <laughs> diving into a unique situation without going through everything you're going through i'm sort of i'm got to talk top level here but the top yeah. level advice to everyone out there is listen to the words you were just saying that sounded like a robot. That is not you. You are passionate. You love what you do. Yet when you went into business mode, you kind of took on this persona. You mm -hmm. talk a lot about authenticity. Right. And so you, in this situation, there's resistance. If we can find that resistance and understand, okay, where is that? How can I be more me? Which is communication, expectations and assumptions. It might be a case of going backwards. The communication wasn't quite there. The expectations weren't set at the start. There were a number of assumptions, maybe because of a fear, a scarcity that if I do this, I'll lose them as a client. If I say this up front, they may not even join me as a client. So if we can go backwards, and chances are there's fears or doubts or rules that hold us back. Once you can identify where that is, and it's so hard to do this on your own because we're too close to our own problems. But if you can start to unlock, what is that fear? Where is that scarcity? Where is that doubt? Is it guilt? What was the experience I went through? Not to go back and wallow in that, but how can I use it to go forward? So that was a long ass answer to, I think, understand and be more authentic and just have that conversation. And you know what? Some are going to crash and burn and it's got nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. So how do you move forward? It's finding your authentic nature and being able to do it with confidence and gusto and doing it even though it's uncomfortable. And I think I just needed your permission to do that. So that was amazing. You, you have it all day long. Mm -hmm. Go do it. Go get them. Be you. Hold your boundaries. One tactic we have that we teach, it's called perimeter check. Set your perimeter, set your boundary. Okay. Now, if you feel that someone's encroaching on it, whether you allow them to or not, just like Jurassic Park, the raptors going after the, uh, the fence. If you in your mind can know, ah, someone is trying to get into this part of the perimeter or I'm allowing it, you can pause, reset your perimeter, and be like, no, that's the boundary. Reset it, reaffirm it with words, with a contract, with a stern conversation, with a nice conversation. And hopefully those that agree with you and in alignment with you be like, oh yeah, shit, you're right. Absolutely right. You, you paid for 20 hours. I'm trying to take 30. Gotcha. No problem. So anyway, that's some cool. Love stuff. it. No, that was <laughs> really helpful and insightful and you're right. And people will take as much as they can until you say something and I don't blame them for it. So that's a good point. Thank you. Hey, you're so welcome. And everyone at home, I hope you, you played along and, and, held space for all of this so hey Nicole thank you so much for your time thank you for sharing and your story as well and it's amazing what you do and I hear you've got a, a sneaky little extra special for the listeners yes I do have a little gift for anyone who's listening if you are interested in learning how to get yourself featured in the media you want to get on tv I do have a free get on TV guide I put together with some of my key tips. So you can just download that off of my website, which is NicolePearl.com. Super. Everyone go check that out. And um, hey, Nicole, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Loved, loved the chat. I learned so much. I feel like I'm going to go get them now. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.